This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go. It's hour three on a great day for talk radio. It's a midweek edition, and uh, that means our panel coming up shortly. Ernie Eves, a former premier and finance minister in the province, Dan Moulton, a liberal strategist and media commentator, will join us as a rule on uh, most Wednesdays up until these particularly upending times. Uh, we also had a third panelist by way of John Turley Ewart, the risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Street. And so we just thought we'd second John for uh, active duty here nonetheless because this has been one of those times uh, it's so tumultuous, I don't even know what to make of it. I can't keep track of all of the numbers here. Just in the number of coronavirus infected positive people in the... Pr- you know, since I started the show, it was like uh, 207. Now it's up to 212. And But there are a handful of recoveries that have been noted, still holding at eight deaths across the country. I guess there's something positive to say in that. But as to the market meltdown today, TSX dropped almost 1,000 points, 7.6%. Dow Jones down 1,400. So the bloodletting continues against that backdrop because he's got all that experience on Bay and Wall Streets. We welcome to the Oakley Show, John Turley. You are John. How are you doing today? John, how about yourself? Well, I'm hanging in. Uh, so far, so good, unless you want to beg to differ. <laughs> I mean. Well, you know, uh, last week, John, when we talked about market, uh, the markets dropping, I was saying, uh, you know, the last time it fell that hard, it was in uh, May 1940 when the German Blitzkrieg was uh, wreaking havoc in Europe. And today, I would say it's like June 1940 when Paris fell to the Nazis. And I would point particularly to uh, the price of oil. Let me just, again, paint the picture for you. Uh, you mentioned the TSX was uh, was down about 7.8. Uh, the Dow was down around 6. But oil was down 24%, John, 24%. Well, I was saying it's like, you know, uh, more expensive now to get a can of uh, 10W30. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're likely going to see uh, gas prices at around 60, you know, 69 cents or so. I suppose that's a silver lining. But you know what? Uh, you know Western uh, uh, select Canadian select crude was trading at one point at seven dollars and sixty-three cents a barrel. The reason why this is a big story, John, is is because the prime minister came out today with with his announcement, and and you know as as um, as big as it sounds, we're talking at twenty-seven billion dollars in direct aid, fifty-five billion in deferred taxes. But the assumption is that we're going to be out of this in a few months, and by the end of the summer. Uh, everyone's going to be able to pay their taxes, uh, and we'll all be back to work. And that's not what this looks like right now. All right. Uh, so when you talk about, and, you know, somebody asked Bill Murnau about sector-wide assistance for travel, for tourism, oil and gas as well, and uh, he suggested that an aid package might be forthcoming through the Economic Development Bank. Uh, do we need sector-wide assistance, and especially you know, Newfoundland, Alberta, when it comes to oil and gas? Would you say that would be appropriate? Well, John, I'll tell you, it's a strategic uh, asset for us, and I don't know any oil producer in Canada right now that can sell Canadian oil at a profit, a sustainable profit, at today's prices, which means there will be no capital spending uh, in our oil and and gas sector in this country at these prices. Uh, So they do need uh, assistance. I don't know if uh, having it through the Economic Development Bank is the way to do it. One of the reasons I have concerns about that is there's often been uh, sort of a cloud or shadow over what that bank actually does. It's hard to get transparency into it. Uh, I would prefer to see a, a clear, transparent package delivered through Parliament, but we definitely need something. All right, because uh, we know, and you and I have talked about this uh, in the past, uh, 
the credit market's the key to keeping the economy alive. Am I wrong? Oh, we absolutely have to have that. It's a lifeblood. Yeah. And so uh, did they do enough? Because in total, from late last week with their announcements and, uh, you know, you've got deferred taxes, so that's $55 billion that stays in the economy, $27 billion announced today for uh, direct assistance to small businesses and people who may fall through the cracks that don't qualify for EI and, you know, extending out student loans, a moratorium rather on that. Uh, the $93 billion that they spoke of, is that going to be adequate? So what I've looked at is uh, the direct aid is around $27 billion. Uh, a lot of that looks, uh, I would say, commendable, commendable in the short term. Again, this, the way this has been set up is they seem to think we'll get out of this by the end of uh, May. Uh, and they're providing about 15 weeks worth of assistance, uh, you know, for folks, 900 bucks biweekly. Uh, and, and that's one of their good programs. Uh, they do have a lot in here that, that, again, is useful. But remember, for most of business, it's a deferral of taxes. It's not direct support other than the 10% support that they're offering or subsidies to, to keep uh, people employed. But keep in mind, a 10% uh, uh, it's hardly going to, to uh, I would say, help you when 90% or 100% of your income is gone because everyone's sitting in their house. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, the small business top-up uh, for employees uh, is a 10% top-up of their wages to a maximum 25000 going to the employer. Uh, I mean, is that something that is like a bridge be- before we get out of this thing? I mean, you're projecting we might start seeing a turn by the end of May, or that's what they're anticipating. I don't know. Can businesses subsist on that? I just, I, at this point in time, it, I don't see that being enough. Uh, you know, when you see not just um, Europe shutting down, but, you know, calls today for America to shut down uh, for 30 days, that's one of the things that sent the uh, stock market on its wild swings. We had a very influential hedge fund, hedge fund manager, Bill Ackman, uh, gave a, a, an interview today on TV where he uh, basically said, we've got to shut America down. It's very unusual for someone like that to get on TV and have an emotional plea like that to save the U.S. economy. I, you know, I, again, we need to think about this in the, in the context of a war footing with one exception. In a war footing, people had jobs. And right now what's happening is we're sitting in our houses and we don't have jobs. And that's the problem here. All right. Uh, and so I know we discussed this in the past. Uh, what other arrows do they still have in their quiver? Because when uh, Bill Morneau was saying, you know, we'll do whatever is necessary and we have the physical firepower to respond. Uh, I noticed where Stephen Pelos sitting six feet away from him, as was advised, uh, wasn't big on quantitative easing. And uh, he wasn't announcing a further rate cut to mirror the American Fed, taking it down to zero to 25 points, basis points. So what other uh, arrows do we have to fire? Well, it really comes down to more direct support. And as we discussed earlier, industries that are uh, hurt, uh, the airline industry, the tourism industry, the oil and gas industry, all of these need to be looked at through a very different lens right now. Because when we come out of this in, let's say, six months or a year from now, we want to have an oil and gas industry. We want to have an airline industry. We need to have a tourism industry. And so the question really you know, comes down to, you know, what is Mr. Morneau? He said he's willing to do whatever it takes, and that is good. But what is he uh, ready to put on the table? Because I don't think um, they understand the severity of this. This is a global sudden stop in the economy. And the reason the Bank of Canada isn't, uh, you know, moving uh, forward with any new changes right now is our, our financial system. 
Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 